If you want to hear how our Cuba adventure went, stay tuned. Hello. Hi, friends. Welcome to our third podcast. Today is Wednesday, November 25th, the day before Thanksgiving. We're lucky the boys have been on break for this week. No school. Well, for it's for for the most part. <laughs> for me. <laughs> but mom's been working like normal. So, all right. So, what are we doing today, Ezekiel? Today we are going to be interviewing you. Me. On Cuba. 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 That's how we say it in Spanish. Cuba. All right. Let's get started. Let's get started. Okay. So, um, I Before have... we state where we went and why, uh, uh, my mom needs to tell you something. Okay. So, yeah, I kind of talked to Ezekiel because I wanted to explain a little bit about how our trip went in Cuba and some information um, about it. So, Dad and I were able to go on a cruise to Cuba um, in 2018, and we went to Key West in here in Florida and then we went to Cuba. So we were only one day in Cuba, which is doesn't sound long enough, but it does it was very very a very good experience. So <clears throat> since then since like since 2019, did you know people cruises are not allowed in Cuba anymore? Hmm, that is a very interesting observation. No, I did not know that. Yes, yeah, so you can only go to Cuba for specific reasons. You can't just openly go to Cuba anymore. Even when we went there's specific um, ways you can enter there, and the way we did was because we went on an educational experience. So we went to learn. So we went on some tours, and um, throughout the entire trip, we documented everything we did because you need to do that in case you get audited later by the government. You need to show evidence that you were there on an educational purpose. Ergo, my mom took tons upon tons of pictures of cuba i did and i also like took pictures of like the menus and everything i felt i learned from i i did <clears throat> so now it's a lot more restrictive but you still can go there with for certain reasons um we specifically went to habana have you heard of habana no not really not really i've seen photos though okay so Havana looks like a lot like Old San Juan. Do you remember walking through the streets of Old San Juan? What did what what did that look like? Hmm. It was very Spanish. It was very Spanish. It had a lot of Spanish culturality. Yeah, it it was a lot of Spanish influence, right? What what of it? What what part of it? What's Spanish? The the fluent and unique designs and buildings. There were plenty of different Puerto Rican type colors, dating from tan to lightish blue. Yeah, you could see yellows, oranges, right, on those old San Juan streets. Yes, and I remember especially seeing this very cool pigeon park where they gave you bird seed and you could like throw it to pigeons. And what I would used to do is I would take the birdseed, I would throw it up in the air, and then they would catch it in the air. It was super awesome looking. The pigeons, right? That's so cool. 
cobblestone floors. You remember the streets covered in cobblestones in Old San Juan? Yes. That's how it looked in, in Old Havana, too. So a lot of the buildings, the colors, same thing. Um, the streets, the same thing. So what we did, we took a tour in a bus, and just like touristic bus, like the high buses, and we walk, we took a tour through Old Havana. The streets are so shocking. It was almost like the buildings were brought up, the architecture is there, but then everyone fled and no one took care of it, so it paralyzed in time. But they still became old and all that, and um, damaged, but you could still see the Spanish influence and everything. It takes so much money, money to keep structures up, and they don't have money because of communism to do that, so they're not upkept. For those of you who don't know who communism is, communism is a community who believes that everyone should be equal. While this may sound good, let's break it down. Communism takes money from the rich people so that they become less rich and they're all equal, also in terms of money. Mm -hmm. so, so they kind of equally disperse the money and split it so everyone is at the same, in this case, poverty level. This behavior of taking money from the rich may may vary relatively. However, if the rich have earned this money hard by through hard work, diligence, and never giving up, communism is the antagonist of the story. They're wrong. But if the rich foolishly takes money from the poor who who are very poor, they do not have, they're not very fortunate, then that may vary. The communism may be the protagonist of the story. Yeah, so a lot, that's exactly what happened in Cuba. Um, the rich fled. They took all of their belongings and just left when communism um, rose. So the poor were left behind with no money to keep up with the stuff. So you However, could still see these very nice structures but they were not okay because they didn't have the money for it. However, communism over time became equal also in terms of money. It, it slowed down, it cooled down over time. Well, still Cuba is communist, so. Cuba still is flooded with communism. Say Cuba, Cuba. Nah. Go ahead, say it, Cuba. No. No. No, not yet. Okay. You'll hear it enough today. Okay, but Cuba is still flooded with communism, but it's a little more cooled down. Well, it's interesting because I asked people when we went on our tours, I asked people, are you do you do you feel good? Like do you feel it's fair? How do you feel about the government? And they were happy with it. So even if communism is in place there, people have learned to live with it. So we went to a cemetery. And as part of our tour we looked at all these tombstones and all these like structures built on top of the tombs and it was very interesting but you know what she told us the lady of the tour told us Who? there were more people dead in the cemetery than alive in Havana what <laughs> 
So they had buried so many people there that there were more people dead than alive in Havana. So imagine that. That's it's like saying that you go fishing and there's more just random junk in the ocean than actual fish. Right. It's it's it's. But I mean, everyone in Cuba gets um, buried for free. Where we in in for example, United States have to pay a ton of money to buy stuff and get buried. There, you just get in a wood box and you get buried um, for free. So. Yeah, we also saw saw some some like structures on top of tombs for like these firefighters that died in tragic accidents, and they like they built these structures in their memory. It was very interesting. It's yeah. part of our video where we and where we tell you to do to do something good. For example, me and uh, my mom's family and me. We do one charity, we do one piece of charity work at least once a year. There are diseases all over and around. And I'm not just talking about COVID. However, you should do your, you should do your part to play in COVID and other diseases. Do some charity work. Volunteering. Exactly. Yeah, so so like Ezekiel was saying, we usually get involved in at least one project a year where we go out there and serve the community. But I also like donate, and this year it's been a little bit interesting because we've been tucked inside, right? But we still donated through all online donations to Plan International, right? Okay, so let's keep moving. So after we did that tour, we went on this other... Well, we saw some historic buildings like the United States Embassy, which was closed over there. So that was scary because I was like, what if something happens to an American here? No one can defend you or help you. But um, nonetheless, it was a very, very gratifying experience. So we saw these antique cars. You remember the pictures I showed you about them? Yes. They were very pretty, right? Yes, they were very old school and i and that and that just doesn't mean old they were pretty cool they look they look good they look good so what they did when those antique cars got to cuba at the beginning when everything was all right they've kept them but they don't keep their original pieces because they don't have the money to buy original pieces or the way to import them but they still keep the outside of them very nice and you can actually take a tour in them if you want um through the city so that's really cool um, so we had some lunch at this place called La Bodeguita del Medio. It's a very famous place where like singers and um, artists go and it's an authentic Cuban restaurant and there's people singing and you know what was very, very, very impressive about Cuba? Yeah. People had a lot of talents. In, in playing instruments and singing and their voices are so strong they don't use microphones and their voices are so strong and so deep like we saw we even saw them at night too and 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 they're playing everywhere so music is very 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 important in Cuba so we ate lunch it was very inexpensive it was big enough for dad and I and that's not common right dad likes to eat a lot <laughs> <laughs> And if you couldn't tell already, we are from 
third, three out of four Spanish uh, culture and one out of four Indian heritage. Indian? Who's Indian? All of us. Yeah. Oh, you mean our our background, our heritage? Yeah. Yeah. We're what Indian? What else? We're, uh, we're Spanish, I think. Spanish. Yeah. Indian and African. Yes. Yeah. So, overall, if you couldn't tell already, we're from foreign heritage. Yeah. So, and we, so we're Puerto Ricans, right? Yeah. That's what we should be saying. We're Puerto Ricans, and um, we live in Orlando, Florida, but we have that Puerto Rican influence in us. So, we're a mix of everything. Um, so, there were people singing, and there was this bar downstairs. It was so crowded. It was that place is so famous, and then they have these drinks called mojitos, and they were very good. But ice in Cuba is not common to find. It's a hard thing to find because it's insanely hot. It's hot and it's expensive to make ice in the volume that we use it here. So a big ice cube you could not find everywhere. So you get like one ice cube per drink. So you, can you imagine this tall glass in this heat of July when, when we were there? and just one cube of ice so yeah if we were to take all the ice out of our refrigerator at this very moment go to cuba and sell it we would make a (laughs) fortune the cuba is not an expense like cuba is poor you can't go just sell it and you can't take ice there imagine it but i mean you could with how about one cube equals 25 cents. No, we're not doing that. We're not selling. Be nice. I know. Cuba's poor, but if we did, we could sell it at very cheap prices and make a very small fortune. Yeah. Yeah, but we're not. Okay. So after we had lunch, it was so hot. Um, it was the afternoon, so we walked back to the cruise because we didn't have a hotel. Our cruise ship was our hotel. <laughs> yeah. So we walked back there, we took a shower, and then we decided instead of, like, there was, you could go to this place where they dance and all that in Cuba, but we were, we just wanted to walk the streets of it. It was... See what it felt like? Yeah, and it was safe. A lot of people are scared about it. There were so many people just walking around. It was dark, but everyone was just walking around, and people are singing again, and, and you could get souvenirs and all that type of stuff, so... We did that. Oh, I forgot to say. Before we went back to the ship, um, we went to this fort and we bought these souvenirs and rum and cigars. And we got this little market where we got these dresses. Don't worry. We're drug free. We just took it for display. For presents, for friends too. Remember, all of our audience, stay drug free. Yeah. That's important. No drugs. Stay safe. Um, and yeah, so very interesting. Cuba was a very, very good experience. It's, it felt a lot like Puerto Rico in the old days. There's a lot of places we did not experience. Like we did not get to go to the beaches in Cuba. There's plenty of beaches because, of course, it's surrounded with water. So um, we didn't get to see that part of it. But the experience, it was great enough to where we want to go back okay this is our part of the podcast where we state a place we'd like to go in the distant future i did my two now it's you for it's now time to you 
time for you to do your state of place you'd like to go in the future. Um, I'm gonna get creative this time. All right. But we're not done. We're just halfway into our episode. Can I give some tips to go to Cuba before we go into that? All right. Tip alert! (laughs) Do you know that Cuba uses a different um, coin or currency? Hmm. Actually, I did. So Cuba Our dad showed me a dollar from Cuba. It was very different from the regular dollar. Which where you would find sim, some symbols on the side, the the amount of money that it's worth on the on the top left corner, and one of the elected presidents to to be on money. For example, Lincoln, Penny, yeah, George Washington, uh, dot one dollar. Yeah. So what we advise is or what I would advise people is to exchange money before you go there. You need Cuban pesos before you get to Cuba to, to pay for stuff. So, as soon as you get to Cuba, find the nearest ATM. No, you actually can exchange them here. You go to your bank here, and you say, I'm, I need Cuban pesos, and you do an exchange. And then when you come back, if you have anything left over, you can exchange it back. That's interesting. But just go in already with Cuban pesos. There's no Wi-Fi. ATMs are very hard to find in Cuba. So think about very, very, very old days. That's how Cuba is. So you can't expect to have like technological stuff. You can't expect to have um, access to a lot of the things that we have. So you gotta get prepared and you remember, Cuba's very poor. They cannot afford Wi-Fi for the whole city. Yeah, so there's no Wi-Fi. You could use, you could get calling cards and like sometimes to call back home. But or, if yeah. you if you got entertainment, Cuba is known for its amazing games. Try bringing some cards. Cards, yeah, or just walking outside or just experiencing the culture, talking to people. Yeah. Dancing, listening to their music. It's amazing how immersed you can get in the culture. I've seen some videos and I find that checkers is a very bonding experience. <laughs> you like checkers? Well, I've seen videos, but I've never really played it. Oh, it's an easy game. If you've if you've played chess, you can play checkers for sure. But we'll try it one day. Um, so that's that, that's my main tip and then I would also advise if you know you're gonna go to Cuba for a while try lear- learning the language the Spanish language at least a bit where you can understand the basics of things that are being said or where you can actually like ask for things that you may need also there are a lot of phony Cuban language learning stuff but if you want to know international languages for free absolutely no money the og way to do it is download and use duolingo right and you know there's no cuban language it's spanish they speak spanish like puerto rico does so just learning spanish would give you an advantage yeah and duolingo you know you've heard me like what have i used duolingo for you have actually you actually um You're actually learning French. Yeah, I tried French before we went to France, and then I tried Italian. And so it's a very good way to learn at least the basics if you want to learn, like, touristic um, phrases or names. For those of us in our audience, please state one Spanish word. 
which Spanish word? Just anything simple, like start. Empezar. Very good. Empezar is start, yeah. No, but you want to say, like, things like gracias is, like, thank you. You want to show um, your, your thankfulness for their pe Cuban people are very nice and very welcoming. So you always want to be a good... Um, tourist and show them that you're thankful for what, everything that they do so gracias or like I need this or I would like that or just to ask for menu or, or you're welcome is actually de nada de nada yeah good job thank you baby that's good yeah so just learn your basics and you should be fine and then enjoy Cuba like the the experience is so nice um so if you get the chance, just enjoy it. So I wanted to do a different thing this time about the place we want to visit. Okay. Because thanks Let's hear it. Thanksgiving is tomorrow. <clears throat> so I wanted to ask you, what are you thankful for this year? Wait, hold on to that thought. This has been a very peculiar year with COVID. We've been locked in this house all together since March. Dad, you, I, well, I at the end. Dad, you, Annabelle, Abu, and myself locked in this spot for, it's been, what, seven months already? Yeah. Eight months already. Yeah. Uh, but what are year, you thankful for? A year is really big. Let me start a little smaller, like a month. A month. What I'm thankful for this month, three things, and these are major. One, I am known to be, uh, like, I really like movies. Mm -hmm. I really like emotional roller coaster movies. Emotional roller coasters? What do you mean? Not in a bad way. Like, oh, okay. it shows you the meaning of life, be happy. Oh, okay. Sometimes there are sad moments, but you've got to recover from that. Mm -hmm. uh, and even though it may not seem like it, there's a peculiar cartoon movie that is known to be a good emotional roller coaster. The Croods, and the producers of The Croods decided to make a second movie, and it released today. Today, and I love the first movie. Like, I'm not, I'm at this stage where I've seen so many Disney movies, and so many cartoon movies, and so many kids' movies. I'm like, I'm ready to let go, but Croods is the one movie that I really enjoy. And see, part like an, two was good. It see, it's like good. a good emotional roller coaster, right? Yeah. Come on, go on. The second reason is I am known to have a second dad. And my second dad lives in Puerto Rico. We usually stay in touch through phone calls. But it's about to change. This Sunday, my dad is visiting Florida and he is not leaving for a week and a day. So that's eight days in total. And the third reason, hmm. Well, tomorrow's Thanksgiving. <laughs> and what about Thanksgiving? Uh, the time I got to spend with my family. Yeah. And King's Hawaiian sweet rolls. <laughs> oh my god, you and food. <laughs> You're crazy. So you, do you want to know what I'm thankful for? Can I get a chance? Yes, name three things that you were thankful for this year. I'm just going to name one. One thing. But All that right. one thing builds into different things. 
I am thankful that I started the job that I have. What have you noticed different? Well, <laughs> just some things you have noticed different since I started the job that I have. You're a lot more open. You, you're better to talk to. You're more easy to talk to. Um, when your family needs you, you're, you're there. here, right? Yes. And this is totally, everyone, this is totally unrehearsed. We have not talked about this before. And you spend lots of, and lots of time with us. Another thing that I really admire about your job is, well, we've been a little private about our home life. My mom works for the VA, a.k.a. the Veterans Affairs. What the Veterans Affairs does is they take care of physically traumatized, injured veterans. Well, not always traumatized. It could be sick overall. They may need something from the, the system. And what I really admire about my mom and her job is that she takes valuable time out of her day and overall life to help those veterans who need her most. Yeah, I'm so thankful that I got this new job because, in summary, because of you guys. Because I get to spend time here at home with you. And then it coincidentally happened right before COVID. So when you all had to pivot to being at home, um, learning from home. That I was, was a good coincidentally, right? Yeah. I was here with you guys, so I was able to stay here, and then I can take also care of Abu and, like, be around for anything that she needs. So this year, I'm thankful so for, for so many other things, but this year I'm so thankful for my job and the position it has allowed me to be in for this year. And we're all safe because we have all been able to stay here and stay safe. I'm gonna add another branch to your one reason. It's a good piece of luck that you switch jobs just before the crack of COVID. Like, many people have lost their jobs because of COVID. Mm -hmm. But you had luck on your side. And not bad luck, good luck. Because you were able to apply and successfully get a job where you can work from home. Meaning that you're still able to supply your loving family with the proper tools they need to survive, such as food and water. Yeah, and everything else you need. And a bed to sleep on. <laughs> and the games you play. And the home you live in. And the electricity you take. Okay. And the car. Okay, you got my idea. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, yeah. No, I agree. I, I think I was blessed. Not lucky. I think I was blessed in getting this job and... and, and in the times where so many people lost their jobs, lost their money, lost their lives, we're still here, we're healthy, we have each other, we have our things, so I cannot ask for anything more than that, because we're also, so blessed. Also, if you couldn't tell when mom said blessed two times just now, <laughs> uh, our family are Christians. Mm-hmm. We are. And God we is believe in God and all the things he does for us that's right and coincidentally christians have a very entertaining history <laughs> okay. for example the story of david and the goliath that one's a classic that's a that good was one. my favorite that's a good one yeah you're good okay so are we ready to wrap this up ready to wrap this up we're gonna close with 
today, this year is a very, very unfortunate crack of a very harmful disease, COVID-19. Although it's scary, you have to do your part and help people. Remember, and not just other people, you also got to help yourself. That's right. Stay safe. Two ways to do that is always, and I mean always, wash your hands after touching something dirty and or dusty. At all times. Just wash them. Just wash them like a crazy person. There's no harm in washing your hands. Right? Actually, there's the (laughs) opposite of harm. That's right. There's a benefit. And if there's no water available, water and soap, what do you do? Use hand... Sanitizer, come on! (laughs) (laughs) And if you absolutely have to go to the grocery store to buy something, you should take precautions even there. Wear a mask at all times. Not even to scratch your nose. But it's uncomfortable. Too bad! (laughs) Just wear it. Your safety is your number one priority. Be safe and keep others safe. When you wear a mask, you protect others too. For example, if you have a job, sort of like my mom, make sure that you're always taking care of people who have COVID, people who have problems. Yeah, and even if you don't, protect yourself. Stay safe. And we want to wish everyone... Tomorrow we celebrate Thanksgiving, and this is a special year. This is a unforgettable year. So in these times, we just want to wish you to be safe, have a very restful, nice Thanksgiving with your family or however you pick to, to have the day. And always remember our motto on this travel podcast, three... Tra- Two, one, (laughs) travel with spirit. spirit!